Want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Walk-Ins Welcome. I'm your host, Nick Horde, and I've got my other host, Michael Ray, with us today. Welcome to Walk-Ins Welcome. Welcome, guys. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. If you haven't, please go back and listen. We did an interview with Dr. Junkins, and just and he's a pretty cool guy, just to kind of give you a little heads up. He runs an urgent care. He also runs uh, a, a, cement, a crematory service type of thing. So he's kind of on both sides of the spectrum, and he just has a really cool uh, background, and we learned a lot just from talking to him. I get a feeling as, as smart as he is when it comes to uh, urgent care, I believe like his default mode is entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. You could tell that even though we were talking a lot about urgent care stuff, a lot of it went back to just some core things that he believed in when it came to business and he was he's been able to repeat. Like even talking about like, hey, I'm at this many level locations. If I want to go to the next level, I have to revisit my leadership and how, what that looks like, because I can't do it alone. And just the fact he recognizes that now and not after he added the extra locations and having an Oh crap moment, uh, is just speaks a lot to his experience. Take some time and go back to listen uh, to the last episode with, uh, uh, Dr. Junkins. I think you're going to get a lot of value out of that episode, uh, from him. But today, what are we talking about? So one of the things when Dr. Junkins was talking was about, you know, we call it client experience in our in our world, but in in urgent care world, patient experience, how important that is because it's it's not only like making sure the patient's taken care of physically from like what's wrong with them and you're diagnosing them and providing medicine, it's the entire experience from interacting to the website, setting the appointment, showing up at the doctor's office, getting the you know checking in, getting the treatment, and then a nice exit talking about how important it is because the reality is if it's a bad experience from any point you may not get repeat customers out of that or repeat patients and so we wanted to just go and, on to that that's today. a best case scenario yeah yeah <laughs> because they could also melt your business to the ground with negative reviews uh we yes. have a, we have an urgent care that we work with and i'm not going to get into who it is but um that one bad experience from their patient turned into three different reviews from the same person under three different emails. That's how mad they made that patient. Well, a, a bad review is a whole lot easier to get than a good one because people are all about explaining their bad situation, what they went through. If it's been really bad and they want to just harm, I don't say harm somebody, but they want to get their voice out there. So yeah, it, it, but it all goes back to like, you have to think about treating your patient for their ailments is one thing, but ultimately you're treating their entire because if they're sick, everything already seems a little harder anyway. Um, so you want to make sure every little step that they interact with you is a good positive experience. So let's set the table with a theme real quick. With any theme on uh, on an experience, one of the things that we want our clients and you, the listener, to understand is that people don't care about what you do near as much as how you make them feel. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a there is a whole client and customer and patient journey that your patients are on whenever they interact with your business. There was a need. That need turned into a search. That search turned into an appointment. That appointment turned into a filling out a form. That form turned into a uh a, a, um 
what do you call that? An, an insurance prompt, like mm-hmm. checking your insurance. That insurance prompt took you back to the waiting room. That waiting room brought in a nurse. That nurse then brought in a doctor. That doctor then prescribed a medication or did whatever they do, depending on the symptoms. Then you went to an exit and you checked out. And from there, you left thinking a thing. Yeah, and that then, is your customer journey. That and, is your patient journey. And then for the the uh, at bonus, there was the follow up customer journey where the doctor or whomever did a follow up to make sure the patient was taken care of. Right. It's weird, like because I've seen this. I rarely see this in the urgent care, but I see it a lot in like specialists where you gone through your appointment or anything, and then like a couple of days later, the the doctor calls you. How are you doing? How is so? We experienced that with our pediatrician. She just calls us up. How how's Addie doing since we last met? You just had one person on your staff that did nothing but the next day, and then a week later, do nothing but make outreach phone calls. Just a wellness check, essentially. And okay, Michael, that sounds awesome, but how do I quantify that into dollars for my business? Oh yeah. So a lot. So. It does sound awesome. It sounds. It does also sound like a lot of work too, right? But when you have somebody, I, I will always remember the doctors that are going to call me back because that's that's an extra personal touch, and I'm going to sing their praises anytime somebody asks, "Who do you recommend for a doctor?" Right. Say, so, hey, go to these guys. They checked on me afterwards. They made sure I, w- I had my medication correct. They made sure I was still feeling well and had any issues. It was amazing. And that right there, that's something you can't buy. You can't buy that. Uh, we, you know, word of mouth. What we talk about, you know, that's that that organic side of uh, marketing. That's super important. But you really, that is the best bet because they will always sing your praises, even if you screw up the next time. They're going to still sing your praises because they're going to give you some leeway. I guarantee you. We tell our urgent care clients regularly that if we bring somebody through the door. Like, that's what we do. We, we can do that. We can do it all day, every day. We know how to fill up an urgent care. We can't bring them back, though, if you didn't provide an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And so we want to help you on that journey. And then um, we're going to skip over how they found you. Yeah. Okay, let's just skip that. That's the marketing piece of it. Because I feel like that's where our world ends and yours begins. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask the question, and then we can, we can chat about it. What is the first experience... Once they get into your office, what is the, well, let's, let's even back up past that. Once they decide that they want to come see you, what is the first experience that, that are, you are trying to provide for them? Yeah. So if they want to come, so they are going to try to set an appointment if they can, right? Cause people don't want to call if they can't set it online. Okay, th- you could have stopped right there. If they don't want to call you. Yeah. They rather not. So are you providing an experience where they can book online? Yeah. Step one. Can you book online and can it, can it easily be done? Is it, and there's tons of options out there. Don't say we don't have time or money to do it. You really do. Cause it's not that expensive and it's relatively easy to implement. Now I, I will, I'll even do a shout out because we've worked with this company in the past called clockwise MD. Clockwise is a pretty good standard. They make it pretty easy for you to be able to book online. We mm-hmm. should invite them to the podcast. Sometime. Yeah. Clockwise. Um, <laughs> so, Here's the thing. I was ordering a pizza not too long ago, and when I ordered that pizza, I don't know what happened, but I didn't get a, I didn't get a verification that my order was received. Yeah. It almost like it it went into the like the spiral on my phone or whatever, 
and I had to call up to the place, uh, the the pizza place, to make sure that they received my order. Is that a good experience or a bad experience? Bad. Okay, that could have been my internet. That could have been a myriad of things. That's not the point. So uh, the point is, is I like the fact that I get some kind of verification that my appointment was booked and it's received and they're going to be ready for me on the time that I selected. So make sure that you have that process in place. That is a huge point of client experience. So, but you know, you had that bad experience, but the pizza place could have made it a better experience when you did call them. If they answered quickly within one or two rings. Right. And then when they, when they answered and you asked the question, you say, Oh yeah, you're Nick court. We see your order. It'll be ready at 1215. Come on down. You know what I got when I called? Hold, please. <laughs> that's a pizza, right? Friday yeah. night pizza. That's what you're going to get. That's but, what. That's why you want that experience to be good on your app or on your um, website. But just to kind of think about all this, so that that's just setting the let's let's take that that the bad experience. Let's say they're on your website, they're trying to set an appointment, but it's not working for them. Like they're having struggles, whatever. So they call you. I need to set an appointment. Well, that experience right there, you're trying to make it better. You have to assume if they're calling to set an appointment, they either don't understand, they, they'd rather not use technology in terms of booking a time, they'd rather talk to someone. That experience that your receptionist gives is super important because that's the true like first impression that they're going to have interacting with you outside the website or driving by your place. Michael, I believe that every business, ours included, should invest time and money and coaching into the person that is going to be their first point of contact with their customer. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have trained on this in the past. It's been a while, but like when you answer the phone at our company or anybody does, you should smile. <laughs> Smiling while on the phone yeah. makes such a difference. Right. Yeah, like, and, and hey, it's a great day at Urgent Care Marketing Pros. How can we serve you? Yeah. Like, something, oh, Nick, you're being cheesy. Think about, for just a second, the last time somebody answered the phone and said, what can we do? Like, what do you want? Versus, hey, excited that you called. What can we do for you today? And then insert, this is my name. Like, when, I, when you answer it. So this is so-and-so urgent care. This is Michael. How can I help you today? You know, where it's a real person talking. Like, I was even on a, on a call this morning. So I had ordered some books, and I got back ordered. And the this is experience, right? And the I did a chat, and they said, oh, um, we don't have any updates from the distributor. You're probably not going to get your book. I said, well, can I cancel my order? And they're like, no, you have to call. That's back experience one. You need to call this number and this extension. I was like, I have to. Call. Why can't you just cancel it? You're a customer service. So I got a little frustrated, but I was like, fine, I'll call. I call, and when the lady, like, it was goes through a prompt, and it said for order status or a update order price three. It's like all right, three. It shot me over to a real person, and the real person voice was so smooth. I thought it was a recording until she said my name is Alyssa. I was like, oh hi, <laughs> and then that's funny. And, but here's here's the cool part. So I told her, like, yeah, I need to cancel order. You guys said you don't know what's coming in. Here's my order number. She said, great. Okay, we got it canceled for issue issue refund. Uh, by the way, I did it while I was waiting on the refund to go through. I did some research, and I found another store that carries your book right now in stock. You want me to send you the link? And it was a competitor bookstore, and she wanted to send it to me. I was like, I was like no, I already found something. She said, okay, good. I just want to make sure you're taken care of. Like, that was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It was so simple. But I was like, well, that was a very pleasant experience. You, you can have uh, fail-safes in your business all along the way. 
Yeah, every single time. So let's just say for a second that they had a bad experience on the phone, but they're still sick. They want to come into the urgent care. Just imagine for for a second, they walk up. There's an iPad that has been freshly wiped down um, for any COVID germs or any kind of germs for that matter. And I, I get on this tablet or they hand me a clipboard and a pen or whatever. But when they do this, wait for it. They smiled. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Every single time I go, they're like, fill this out as front and back and bring it back up here when you're done. Not, hey, what's your name? All right, Mr. Horde, uh, I need you to fill out this and the backside. And also, if you'll give me your insurance card and your driver's license, I'll go ahead and start working on that while you work on that for me. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. What does that mean? But, <laughs> so, like, I, it's funny you mention that because uh, – so, Courtney, she has to go to a couple of specialists and, at a local hospital here. And their experience has gotten to the point where you don't even walk up to anybody. You walk up to a kiosk. And you scan your this is this is excessive, but you scan your driver's license, and they said you're checked in. Okay, but that's fine. At least that's not a negative person. That's a neutral experience, yeah. right? Yeah, I know they got it. I know it's received, and I don't feel like you don't care about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if that's the case, and you have that kiosk or something like that, when they open the door to call you back, like my dentist is amazing at this. Hey, Nick. Come on back. Now, granted, I go there twice a year. They know me, that kind of thing. But but still, like, they act like they care that I'm there and I'm about to hand them money. Yeah, yeah. And, and just, it's amazing when you add the first name to your conversation. Like, I've been doing this, it's a sales thing, you know, that you always want to use first names when you can. But even when I'm, like, interacting with somebody at a store or uh, a restaurant, I try to use their first name when it makes sense to, you know, just... They're people. We're people. We're all people here. And just adding that extra level of personal is super important. It's part of the experience. It really is. Now, another thing that I believe is a great patient experience is letting them know what to expect. Yes. You hand back the clipboard. You're like, here's the deal. We have our parking lot slammed. We have 100 people in here. And you can do one of two things. You can come back in an hour because you filled out all the information or you can wait and here's, here's a, like you got a bowl full of coins to hand them for that stupid Coke machine that you have in the lobby that nobody ever carries cash for. (laughs) And you just give them a dollar and say, here, go buy yourself something to drink. We'll be right with you. Oh my God. That's the best return on a dollar (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. Michael Ray. Well, just thinking about that, think about how I go up, I, I sign in. Great. We'll call you back when we're ready. And they don't tell me anything. And I'm sitting there, yeah. and it's like 45 minutes later. I'm sitting there. I'm getting frustrated because, like, okay, did they? For, uh, my default is they forgot me. That's right. When I go to a restaurant and it's taking a while, I think they forgot me. And Corey's like, don't flag somebody. And I was like, I just want to check. It's I see other people getting food, and we're not. Right. And then they'll say, no, no, it's coming out. Well, if you came by and just said, hey, we, we got your order. It's coming up. We got a little slammed in the back kitchen. Okay, I quit caring. Total, totally understand that. And keep my glass full. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But no, it goes back to, like, if, if you walked into an urgent care and you had literally uh, average wait time on a screen that popped up, so current average wait time, seven minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't even have to think about it then, right? Like, okay, this is going to be pretty quick. Average wait time. It's like when you go to Disney World or anywhere else. Current wait time at this point. 
Oh, that's three hours. Yeah, screw that. I'm going. You know. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, and I can see the pro con- pros and cons of that. I mean, if you have somebody that's ill, you don't want them to see on your website current wait time and then decide to go to another urgent care. Yeah. So I do get the value. In, but but once they get there or once they call or once they check in, communication is huge. I love – let's go back to it. And I don't mind saying Domino's. I have no problem with Domino's even though – With like, the pizza tracker? Happen. Yeah. The, so, so the pizza tracker. You had talked about this. Like Sonic has one. Um, our building, our office building, like when we put in a, a maintenance request, they have a timeline tracker. Um, I guarantee you there's some software out there somewhere. We need to look into this. <laughs> some software out there somewhere for urgent cares or for any kind of medical facility where you can see where you are in the process on a, on an app or something. Right. I know uh, when I was with AT&T, they had a board uh, when you walked in and, and when you, when you walked in, you checked in with them, right? You let them know that you're there because you can go around and play and look around. Yeah. And then on that board, it tells you who's next. I mean, just imagine if there's 50 people in the room and you you know you're number 21. At least you know where you stand. Well, it's it's like when I walk into a fast food restaurant. When I order, I look over at the order screen and I see where I landed. Yeah. And so I just watch that. And when it, so when I was like, it's taking a while to look. I was like, oh wait, there it is. Okay, they're getting closer. And I just do that because I don't I know what to expect. So it's just it, it's amazing when you give out just a little information. Like I would think in the urgent care world, just having a simple text saying. You're next in, you know, you're coming up next, or we received all your your information is clear. You're good to go. Because right. I always hate that feeling. You fill out your paperwork, you hand it to them, and then for like 20 minutes, you don't hear anything. And they say, Mr. Ray, Mr. Ray, can you please come back up here? We have a question. Like, why, why took you 20 minutes to ask a question? You know, I just. Right. Anyway, but yeah, just if you can boil this down to what we're talking about simple, quick, easy communication. Right. Just. Uh, that makes sense. That's not overbearing, but it's easy to understand and it gives confidence into the patient who's working with you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so you've got them checked in, you've taken them back uh, to the back room. The nurse is about to uh, come in and see you. Um, you've probably sat there for a few minutes at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things that just are helpful, right? Walk through the door and say, Hey, thanks for being patient with us. Let's go ahead and, and, and go through what's going on with you. Hey, the doctor is tied up with four other patients right now, and she will be coming in to visit you in about 15 minutes. Yeah, you could say, like, on average, the doctor spends about a couple of minutes each, so you're probably about 15, 20 minutes. Do you need to go to the restroom? Yeah. It's right down the hall. Yeah, if you need to do, if you need a restroom, need some water, we're right here. Here's our Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, just hang out in your room, and we'll be with you. Don't, and you know, and if you need anything, just step outside and wave us down. Right. I, I mean, I would love to talk about how nice it would be thinking about like in an airplane. You have the little press the button, and yeah. the lady comes. <laughs> what if we had some like thing on the individual yeah. patient rooms? Because that thing would be blowing up <laughs> <laughs> after about two hours. It'd be blowing up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! But. Uh, it, it, There is a common theme, right? We're trying to make this person feel a certain way, right? They felt like they're going to get their appointment. They have felt like when they got there that you actually wanted them there. They felt like even though it's going to be a minute, you see that I'm in this room and I'm not just a number to you, right? So how do we want them to feel leaving? Yeah, exactly. So, and that goes back to think about when the pay, when the doctor's done, they turned in their order, you know, basically turned in what needs to be done, any prescriptions and so like that. 
I remember sitting in some in uh, a couple of doctor offices where we had that. Courtney and I looked at each other. Can we leave? Are we allowed to leave? And we sat there for five minutes thinking that somebody was going to come, but they never really. Uh, we just got up and we looked around. And like, okay, we'll go toward the front. Oh yeah, here you go, Mister Ray. Here's the paper. I was like, oh well, we sat there for like five minutes. And right. I, I think a simple thing there that I've seen work when the patient is read like. You guys are good to go, great. And you just leave the door open so they know they can just leave. Can I leave? Yeah. <laughs> down the hall. Or better yet, walk them out. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of like, think about walk, this. Walk them to the desk. Think about if you go. Jennifer will get you checked out here, Michael. Yeah. She'll take care of you right now. <laughs> uh, or it's like when you go to a uh, a big box store, so like a Walmart. If you ask the person, hey, where's so-and-so? Oh, it's down the, go down two aisles, take a right, it's over there. Okay, thanks. Go to Publix. Oh. Yeah, let me walk that to you. Follow what, me. Yeah, follow me. All right, which one are you looking for? And they hand you the product. Is this it? Yeah, there you go. And it's technically it probably takes about the same amount of time, but they stopped what they were doing. They and turned on the importance to you and took care of you. It took 30 seconds. And I will always say Publix has a better customer experience than Walmart would in that capacity. So let's talk about that for just a second because people go to Walmart because they want to save money. Yep. Right, and people go to Publix because they want to find what they're looking it's for. It's a pleasure. Shelves are stocked. Shelves are stocked. People will help me if I can't find something. Um, I don't think I've ever waited in line at a Publix before because all of their lanes are open. Which like our I'm newest really, Publix? I'm to think like I really don't think I have our newest Publix. That I, we had one built by our house uh, like six months ago. It has a self checkout, which right. is kind of like anti Publix, but there's a but there's only four of them, and there's a lady standing there. Ready to help you, right? <laughs> oh, it's going to be a public experience, even if it's that a public experience. <laughs> but um, so this brings me to the checkout piece, which this happened to me, Michael, when I was in Memphis. Now I was in probably my twenties at the time, um, but I'll never forget what she said. Here I am, I'm 42. We're on a podcast, 20 years later, whatever, and I still remember the lady at the urgent care that I had gone to said, I sure hope you get to feeling better. And I was like, wow, you're nice. I remember saying that. She goes, everybody should be treated like an eight-year-old child whenever they feel sick. (laughs) And I'm like, think about when you were an eight-year-old child and you felt sick and your parent was like taking amazing care of you. Yeah. I remember that big old lady saying that to me. I've never (laughs) forgot it. Yeah. And all it was one sentence. That's it. Just one sentence. But. She, I mean, I, everybody should feel like an eight-year-old child when they're sick. Yeah. So what, I get, what an amazing thought. Yeah. So just kind of going back, you know, thinking about, you know, when you're dealing with adults and so forth, just treating them with respect and then recognizing they're there because they don't feel good or they're hurting or they're, they're not in the right mindset and they need help. So treating them in that sense, like we're going to take care of you, not just give you a prescription. Or just the fact that I knew my mom cared was enough to yeah. help me not feel as bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt, yeah, and that kind of goes back to like you had that nice experience. The lady just said, "I want to make sure you, you know, get the feeling better." So super simple. Imagine if a day or two later, that lady or a lady or somebody called back and said, "How are you feeling now?" Yeah. And just and keep it that simple. Want to make sure you were able to get your prescription okay? Because they don't really have much to do with that. You know, you may have one of those in-house pharmacies in, in your urgent care, 
but a lot of a lot of urgent cares don't have that, right? So if you don't have one of the little corner stores in your in your urgent care and you're sending it over to a Walmart or a Walgreens or a CVS or whatever, you know, calling up the next day, did you have any problems getting your prescription? Do you yeah. have any questions about what we prescribed you? Yeah. Of course that's the pharmacist really. Yeah, that, that may be the that. pharmacy. But just making sure that you got it okay and um hey, are you feeling any better? Yeah. Well, is it helping out with what we talked about? And how about this? It's really not, and something else has popped up. Well, hey, can we go ahead and get you a visit in here? What a way to bring them back in if they need to. Yeah, uh, having a follow-up, like, let's just have a, re- a follow-up with you just to see, make sure everything's good to go. I mean, that that sounds so simple, but I, I, I know a lot of people, they'll go to the doctor, get whatever, and not feel 100%, but like, I'm not going back because I've I'm okay, but they're not 100% there. So, yeah, there's just so many things there. So, like, this episode, like, we, we just – what we're telling you is, like, marketing can help get people in the door, but it's your internal process of experience that keeps them coming back every single time and having a good experience, and which helps us as marketers because when they push out good reviews or good posts and tag you guys and all these different things, everybody wins every time. I love it. That's good stuff. So um, here's the thing. This is important to note. We're talking about client experience today. We're talking about the patient experience today. Mm -hmm. Um, When you have a staff that doesn't feel appreciated, they're probably not going to appreciate your patients. The culture you create inside your your urgent care is the patients will feel that. Exactly. I bring that up because if you're paying your front – your, your, your medical billing person, your front desk person, who's your, your, your front line for your patients. If you're, if you're paying them crappy or you're not treating them right long hours, or you're just beating them up for, for little stupid mistakes that are coachable. They're probably going to pass that on to your patients when they walk through the door. If you are paying them a fair, I'm going to say fair, not exceptional, but a fair, hourly rate or salary, you show them that you appreciate what they're doing, you help them understand what a valuable part of of your business that they are, and you empathize when it gets crazy busy and they have irritated, sick, nasty attitude patients that come through that door, but they still know that you love them and you care for them and you're covering them uh, as their employer, that is the secret ingredient. That's the secret ingredient. Mm-hmm. You have to treat your team in a manner in which you want them to treat your patients. And that will come back to you. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because uh, then, you know, your your team has this, like, natural obligation to make sure they go the extra mile for their patients that come through the door every single time. Because they feel like, not to say owe you, but they owe, like, I've been treated well. I'm going to return the favor, essentially. And it goes the other way. I've been treated really badly. I really could care less about this patient's coming through because this is making my boss more money. You know, that that may be their mentality. So think about that. It's a true training your culture and doing it right and making sure it's a great place to work, essentially. That could be a whole other podcast episode. But um, anyway, all right. Well, we're about 25 minutes into this, so we want to keep it about in that 20, 30-minute mark. So got anything else, Nick? Yeah, the only other thing that I want to do is when you provide that exceptional patient experience, ask them to tell you about it. And, and yes. that is an automated response. Or you could have fun with it. Uh, you know, get, go get you a Yeti cooler. 
put a whole bunch of fun swag in it, put some cups, put some, put another Yeti cup in the Yeti cooler, mm-hmm. um, you know, throw a beach blanket if it's in the middle of the summer uh, and a beach ball or whatever, and just say, hey, if you'll leave us an honest review and show it to us, we'll enter you for a chance to win this uh, swag pack here. Yep. Um, and start asking people to leave you um, I always tell you because I don't want to, to burn the Google system here is ask for honest reviews. Don't ask for five star reviews. Um, and then put, put an incentive out there to do that. And then if you're a front desk person, like, like, that's just not going to be a part of your flow, then automate that part of your flow into, uh, into your system. When you close out, uh, that patient, then automate a, a response to their email or to their text message. Uh, asking for them to review their experience with you. Um, I will tell you this, though. If you're going to give crappy service, do not automate that. Because no. they won't tell the world about it. You won't even have to ask. Yeah, so. be sure you evaluate what how your experience is currently and go from there. <laughs> hey, we spend a lot of time, Michael, on, on making sure that we have an amazing client experience for the urgent cares that we do marketing for. Yeah. If you have any questions, reach out to us. It's it, What's our email? So it's a hello at uh, urgentcaremarketingpros.com. Yeah, we, we will answer uh, your questions about, about customer experience, patient experience, client experience, what we do. Um, it, it has paid dividends for us. The investment that we've made in making... Um, our clients feel like a million bucks has, has paid for itself over and over again. Um, and actually we, we're not just doing it to be gimmicky. We actually care. So that being said, since we talked about reviews, leave us one, (laughs) where can they leave those? Well, whatever podcast you're listening to right now, whatever platform you're on, there's a way to leave us a review or just give us a, a rating. Every time you do that, it helps us because it moves us up the ranking. And for what we're doing in the urgent care world, that's super important. Reach out to us with any questions at hello at urgentcaremarketingpros.com. And we will catch you next week with another episode of Walk is Welcome. I'll see you then. Have a great week.